Today is the day, Coco Sleep listeners. All Coco Club supporters can now download an exclusive read-along version of Hector and Sunny Meet a Wizard weeks before the episode is released. You can then read along with me on every page, discover illustrations of the characters, and you can even print the book if you'd like to read from paper. This is a very special treat just for Coco Club supporters. So if you're not already subscribed, hit the Supercast link in the show notes or just tap the Sleepiest Plus button on Apple Podcasts. Once subscribed, be sure to listen to the Sandy the Snail in Dreamland episode for instructions on how to find your copy of the book. I can't wait to hear what you think. Sweet dreams. Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Hey, Coco Club members, I hope you've got your spacesuits ready because in Wednesday's bonus episode, we're going to be shooting up, up, up and away into deep space. I know you loved learning about the mice on the moon, so we will be visiting Morty and the gang as a group of catstronauts land on the surface of the moon. But before I get too carried away and tell you about all of that, back to tonight's bedtime story. You'll be happy to hear that we're drifting back down into the snuggly depths of dreamland. It's that truly magical place we visited before with Hector and Sunny. And it's where all dreams come true. Including for listeners Eve and Coco Miss 2248. Yes, a little while ago, Eve wrote a review for us and said that she would like to hear a story about a character called Sandy the Snail. She also sent in a photo of a wonderful drawing where it appears Sandy is already wearing her snail varnish. Also, Coco Miss 2248 has suggested the adorable name of Nectar the Hummingbird, who also stars tonight. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So lie back and listen as we accompany our little snail, Sandy, whose dreams are so big that she's not convinced they could ever come true. Let's see as we join Sandy on her travels and hear about the amazing things that happen to her. Snuggle down and close your eyes. As I begin, Sandy the Snail in Dreamland, by Gillian Rogerson. It was a beautiful sunny day in the park. A little snail called Sandy was sitting on her very favourite rock and basking in the wonderful warmth of the sun. Sandy had lived in the park all her life and loved it. She loved the variety of rocks and stones that she could rest on as she watched the people and animals of the park go by. She loved snuggling up beneath bushes 
feeling all cosy and warm under the soft leaves. And she absolutely adored travelling through the flower beds and having a little nibble on the delicious petals of the blooms. Roses were her favourite flowers to eat, and they smelled very nice too. Sandy spent most of her days wandering leisurely around the park, in no rush to get anywhere, just enjoying her slow but steady journey through the abundant grass and trees. She did her best to explore a new area every day, but the park was so enormous to the little snail that she was sure there was still plenty more to discover. Sandy's favourite part of the day was settling down in the evening and watching the stars and moon appear in the huge sky above her. When she felt tired enough, she would pop into her shell and fall asleep. She loved sleeping and getting lost in her lovely dreams. The little snail had many dreams, some of which were so enormous that she didn't think they would ever come true. The day soon came when all that changed. That special day had started like any other. Sandy had woken up, popped her head out of her shell and had a good neck stretch. She had said good morning to all her friends, other snails, some ladybirds and bees buzzing through the air. She'd enjoyed a breakfast of freshly cut grass, followed by sips of morning dewdrops. After that, Sandy had climbed onto a sun-warmed rock and started her main activity of the day, watching the world go by. Everything was just as it normally was. But as she gazed across the grass that morning, something strange was about to happen. Two of Sandy's favourite dogs bounded into the park with their owners. The dogs were called Hector and Sonny, and they always said hello to Sandy when they saw her. Sandy watched the dogs chasing squirrels and collecting sticks for their owners. Seeing how happy the dogs were made Sandy smile. But a few moments later, she stopped smiling. Sandy saw Hector and Sonny running towards a big tree. It looked like they hadn't seen the tree because all their attention was on the silver-furred squirrel they were chasing. Sandy called out, Watch out for the tree! A warning came too late. The dogs ran into the tree and then completely disappeared. Sandy stared at the tree. Where had Hector and Sonny gone? How very peculiar. She was about to climb off her rock and go over to investigate. But then something even more peculiar happened. Hector and Sonny reappeared right in front of her. One second, they hadn't been there. And the next second, there they were, looking extremely happy. Hector looked like he had some gravy on his fur. Sandy was sure the gravy hadn't been there before. What just happened? Sandy asked them. 
You disappeared, and then you came back? Hector chuckled and said, We've been to a magical place called Dreamland. A squirrel with silver fur took us there. He's called Sydney. Dreamland is a place where all your dreams can come true, isn't it, Sonny? Sonny nodded and explained how they'd seen lots of animals there, including lions playing tennis, kangaroos jumping on a bouncy castle, and flamingos dancing to disco music. Oh, really? Sandy replied. She had no idea what any of those animals were because she was only familiar with the animals in the park. Hector continued talking. There was a stream made out of delicious gravy. It was yummy. I had a huge drink of it. And there was a fun adventure course as well. You liked that very much, didn't you, Sonny? Sonny smiled. I did. Sandy, would you like to visit Dreamland? I'm sure Sydney could take you there. He's very friendly. Do you have dreams that you'd like to make come true? A wistful smile alighted on Sandy's face. She sighed softly and said, Oh, I have many dreams. Many, many dreams. But I don't think they'll ever come true. Dreams come true all the time, said a voice behind Sandy. Sandy slowly turned around and saw Sydney sitting there. She had seen him before in the park and had admired his silvery fur that glimmered in the sunlight. Sandy smiled at the friendly squirrel and said she hadn't even noticed him jumping onto the rock. Sandy asked the squirrel if she really could make her dreams come true. You certainly can, he replied. Let's go into dreamland right now. Hector let out a big yawn and said to Sandy, Oh, you'll have a wonderful time in dreamland. We'll come back another time and you can tell us all about it. Right now, I need a nap. All that gravy has made me very tired. Hector and Sonny said goodbye to the snail and the squirrel and jogged over to their owners. The tired dogs flopped to the grass and immediately fell asleep. Sandy asked Sydney how she would get into dreamland. Would she have to run into a tree as the dogs had done? That would take a long time as she couldn't run very fast. In fact, she couldn't run at all. Sydney reassured her and said, he had a better way for her to enter dreamland. He asked Sandy to pop back inside her shell and say, dreamland, three times. Sandy said, is it that easy? Sydney nodded. 
Sandy popped back into her shell and said the magic word three times. When she popped her head back out, she was in a different world, a world full of magic and wonder. It looked very much like the park she had just left, but it was different somehow, as if the park had been covered in a layer of sparkling magic and the colours were much brighter. Sydney was still at her side and he said, You can make any dream come true here. All you have to do is think about your dream and know it will happen. When you want to return home, say Sleepy Shell three times and you'll be back. He grinned at her and instantly vanished. Sandy smiled gently. She was getting used to animals disappearing and reappearing. She looked around the park to see what she could do first. Her biggest dream was to move faster. Not a lot faster, just enough for it to be exciting. Not too exciting, though. Sandy saw some tortoises a short distance away. They were standing on skateboards and whizzing towards the skateboard park. Sandy broke into a huge smile. She would love to go on a skateboard. She'd seen children on their colourful skateboards many times, performing all sorts of tricks. But how would she get to the skateboard park? It was so far away. At that moment, a sparkling, moving path appeared at the side of Sandy's rock. It wasn't moving very fast at all, and it wound its way towards the skateboard park. Excitement filled the little snail, and she knew one of her dreams was about to come true. She slid down the rock, and on to the slow-moving path. What a ride it was. Sandy had never moved so quickly in all her life. She laughed gleefully to herself as she was carried closer to the skateboard park. When the tortoises saw the little snail, they helped her off the moving path and on to a waiting skateboard that was, coincidentally, the perfect size for Sandy. One of the tortoises said to Sandy, Follow me, and I'll show you what to do. He climbed onto his skateboard and told Sandy which way to lean if she wanted to go forwards, or to the left, to the right, and most importantly, how to lean backwards and make the skateboard stop. Sandy leaned forward, and the skateboard slowly moved forward a few inches. Sandy let out a whoop of joy. Her board was even faster than the moving path. 
She guided her board closer to the sloping paths and tunnels of the skateboard park. She watched in amazement as the tortoises performed the same tricks that she'd seen children doing on previous occasions. The tortoises zipped back and forth across the paths, turning somersaults in the air and waving their arms in delight. Then they rode through the tunnels, turning upside down as they whooshed along. Sandy told the tortoises she'd never be able to do such stunts. The tortoises gently disagreed and showed her what to do. In no time at all, Sandy was twisting and turning along the sloping paths and whooshing through the tunnels like a skateboarding superstar. Her tortoise friends cheered her on. After a while, Sandy brought her skateboard to a stop and said she needed to slow down for a bit. She asked the tortoises if they'd ever explored the whole of the park, as there were areas she'd never been to before, and she'd like to visit them one day. One of the tortoises suggested she stay on her skateboard and have a leisurely skate around the park. She could go wherever she wanted to, and she would see other animals in the magical park, making their dreams come true as well. Sandy thought that was a marvellous idea. She said goodbye to the tortoises and leaned forward on her board. Off she trundled around the park. Sandy went past some cats who were having yoga lessons near the flower gardens. The cats were sitting cross-legged on mats and chanting softly. Hearing the soothing sound made Sandy feel very peaceful. She continued on her journey and saw a family of frogs having swimming lessons in the water fountain. They were excellent at diving and invited Sandy to join them. Maybe later, thank you, she replied. I've got a lot of exploring to do first. Sandy guided her skateboard on. She'd become used to going at a faster pace. Not too fast, though. Just fast enough for a snail. Sandy saw dogs kicking a football around in the playing fields. They were dressed in shorts and t-shirts and their football was a shiny golden colour. Every time one of the dogs scored a goal, the other dogs would woof in delight, dance backwards and wiggle their bottoms. She travelled to the far side of the playing fields, somewhere she'd never been to before. She noticed a group of rabbits bopping along to music coming from speakers on the ground. The dancing rabbits were wearing baseball hats back to front and singing along to the jaunty tune.
Sandy stopped her skateboard at the side of the rabbits and asked if she could join in with their dancing. The bopping bunnies said yes and happily taught her a few moves. Sandy bopped from side to side and sang along to the upbeat songs. She didn't know the actual words of the songs, so she made up her own. The little snail danced with the rabbits for a while longer and then said she must be getting on her way. The park was a huge place and there was still a lot of exploring to do. Why don't you fly over the park? One of the rabbits suggested. Then you'll be able to see everything all at once. Sandy shook her head. Snails couldn't fly. Or could they? She closed her eyes and imagined herself soaring above the park. She smiled. What a wonderful adventure that would be. Sandy opened her eyes and saw a hummingbird hovering in front of her. The hummingbird smiled at Sandy and said, Hi there, my name is Nectar. Are you ready to fly? Would you like to fly with me over the park? Sandy said, I would like that very much, but how did you know I wanted to fly? Nectar grinned and replied, Because you've got wings. I've never seen a snail with wings before, so I thought you must be the kind of snail who flies. I don't have wings, Sandy said. She looked behind her. To her surprise and delight, she saw a pair of silver wings on her shell. Her wings fluttered gently. Sandy told the hummingbird that she'd never flown before and she didn't know what to do with her wings. Nectar smiled kindly and said, I will help you. Just do what I do and we'll soon be off. We won't fly too high or too fast. Are you ready? Sandy wasn't sure she was ready for her first flight at all, but she bravely told Nectar she was. She copied the friendly hummingbird and flapped her new wings. She rose smoothly off the skateboard and fluttered above it. What an amazing feeling it was. She soared over the park, not too high and not too fast, just high enough and fast enough for a snail. The park looked very different to Sandy from up high. It was even larger than she'd ever imagined. With her new friend right next to her, Sandy began to explore the park in its many areas. The snail and the hummingbird flew over the outdoor cafe and the large lake at the side of it. 
Swans glided across the lake and flapped their wings in greeting to the flying snail. Sandy and nectar flew over the ornamental gardens and saw beautiful marble statues and immaculate rows of herbs and heathers arranged in circles. Sandy began to feel more confident about her flying skills and rose higher and higher. The park became smaller beneath her. The hummingbird asked if she would like to fly away from the park and explore the world a little further. Sandy didn't know what to say. She had never left the park before, but what an adventure it would be to see more of the world. She told Nectar she would love to do that. The two friends flew away from the park and over many places that were all new to the little snail. Nectar helpfully explained what the areas were to Sandy. She was totally amazed when she saw the cars and buses driving along the roads. She didn't know anything could possibly move that fast. Just when she thought she couldn't see anything more amazing, Nectar waved his wing at some buildings below them and said they were houses and people lived inside them. Doesn't anyone live in a shell like me? she asked. When Nectar said no, Sandy said they were missing out because her shell was so very cosy and snug, especially at night time. The thought of night time made her yawn. Nectar noticed and suggested they return to the ground for a rest. He guided the little snail back to the park. When they landed, Sandy thanked Nectar for helping her to fly and said she'd had enough flying for one day. As soon as she said the words, her silver wings disappeared. Nectar said, It's been a pleasure to meet you, Sandy. I hope we can fly together again one day. He said goodbye and flew away. Sandy yawned again. She was tired, but not quite ready for her sleep just yet. Over the summer, she had seen people having picnics and parties in the park, and one of her dreams was to attend such a celebration. Out of nowhere, a fluffy bee appeared at her side, wearing a black tunic with tiny yellow sunflowers on it. Hello there. Are you Sandy the snail? Sandy said she was. The bee continued, You are invited to the snail's twilight ball this evening, which will take place 
behind the rose garden. Would you like to go? Oh, yes, very much, Sandy replied. Do I need to bring anything? No, not at all, the bee replied. Would you like me to paint your shell for the party? Many snails are having their shells painted for the evening. I work at the beauty salon behind you and can fit you in right now. Sandy looked behind her. She wasn't the least bit surprised to see a small building nestling in the grass that hadn't been there before. The building was in the shape of a shell. She said thank you to the bee and followed her into the shell-shaped salon. The bee took Sandy over to a line of snail varnish in bottles and asked what colour she would like. Sandy couldn't decide and asked if she could have all of them, please. The bee said of course and asked Sandy to take a seat next to the dewdrop drink station where she could help herself to a refreshing drink. Sandy glided over to the seat and settled down into it. She had a sip of cucumber-flavoured liquid and sighed happily. The bee buzzed busily around Sandy and varnished her shell in a beautiful kaleidoscope of colours. She topped it off with a light layer of shimmering glitter. When she'd finished, the bee said Sandy looked amazing and had a sparkle about her, not just on her shell, but in her eyes too. Sandy smiled and said, I do feel very happy and sparkly. I'm having a wonderful day in dreamland. Thank you for the snail varnish. Your wonderful day isn't over yet, the bee reminded Sandy. Please go outside. There's a carriage waiting for you. It will take you to the party. Have a marvellous time. With a buzz, the bee flew away and over to her next customer. Sandy glided across the floor of the salon and out of the open door. The sky had turned darker and stars twinkled brightly above the little snail. A little carriage was waiting for her. It was the perfect size for a snail. Six twinkling fireflies were tied to the carriage by ribbons. They told Sandy to climb into the carriage and they would fly her over to the party area. One of the fireflies asked if she was okay with flying. Oh yes, Sandy replied with a huge grin on her face. I'm quite the expert at flying these days. Thank you for the lift. She got into the carriage and settled down on a silver velvet cushion. The fireflies rose into the darkening sky, pulling the carriage behind them.
The full moon appeared from behind a wispy cloud and cast dancing moonbeams across the park. The carriage soon arrived at the party area and the fireflies brought it to a smooth landing on the soft grass. Sandy gracefully slid out of the carriage, feeling very special in her shell of many colours. The party area was busy with snails of many sizes and colours. There were even some African snails who were absolutely huge. Most of the guests were wearing layers of varnish, just like Sandy. Sandy recognised some of the snails and said hello to them, and those she didn't know, she soon made friends with. The party was much, much more magical than Sandy had ever imagined. The food was the most delicious she'd ever eaten. The music was upbeat and cheerful. And the dancing was at the ideal pace to suit every snail. Most of all, the company was perfect. Just perfect. And Sandy talked and laughed, danced and sang with her new friends. Her heart overflowed with love and joy. She knew she would remember the magical night forever. All too soon, it was time to go home. Some snail said a sleepy goodnight and glided away through the grass. Some decided to stay where they were and popped back into their shells and promptly fell asleep. Sandy wanted to return to the park where she had started her adventure. She couldn't wait to tell her friends all about it, especially Hector and Sonny. She said goodbye to her sleepy friends, closed her eyes and said, Sleepy shell, sleepy shell, sleepy shell. A second later, Sandy opened her eyes. She was back on her favourite rock in her beloved park. She yawned and yawned. She'd had so many adventures that day, and she was ready for an early night. She would tell her friends about her adventures in the morning. Sandy moved over to a small crack in the rock and settled down into a hole that was the perfect size for a snail. She sighed happily, closed her eyes and retreated into her cosy, snug shell. Sandy fell into a deep, deep 
sleep and began to dream new dreams.